Welcome to another episode of the PBL Podcast. This episode is being recorded on Friday, so we're going to call this uh, Freaky Friday PBL Podcast. Now, of course, you can find us on all of our media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, as at the PBL Podcast, and you can find us online at the PBLpodcast.com, and of course, email us. Any kind of ideas you have for the show, things you'd like me to talk about, maybe some suggestions, as well as constructive criticism, you can reach me at the PBL podcast at gmail.com. All right, since it is a Freaky Friday episode, and again, you could be listening to this to any day of the week, doesn't matter because it's a podcast. I'm going to go over some quick take political news of the day, and then we're going to get into some kind of strange stories out there. We're going to have a little fun in the second segment of this podcast and get off of politics and just... I found some of the strangest stories. Now, if Joe Biden is not strange enough for you, I've got some stories that I think you're going to find pretty interesting, if not outright funny. So let's get into it and start this Freaky Friday episode of the PBL podcast. All right, let's get right into it. Joe Biden. Joe Biden, as we've been discussing a lot on the podcast, his, his, his mental faculties just seem to be declining. Now, again, as I mentioned on a previous podcast, is this a big setup? Is Joe Biden just setting us up to come and blow us all away at the debates? Or, or is he really sliding the way that we see him doing? Is that cheese falling off of that cracker at the rate that we see right before our eyes? And I guess it goes to that old saying, are you going to believe uh, what people are telling you or are you going to believe your lying eyes? So I, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I believe Joe Biden's cognitive abilities are just declining at a rapid rate. But can it be a setup? I mean, you just never can put anything past the Democrats, right? But some of the things that he says, oh, my gosh. I mean, here's a clip. This is just on, um, it was on August 6th. And he, he was talking to, uh, I'm not sure the reporter, it doesn't really matter, I'm going to play this clip for you, and this is amazing what he says, just, just simply amazing. If you haven't heard this one yet, prepare to be just floored. What you all know, but most people don't know, unlike the African-American community, with notable exceptions, the Latino community is an incredibly diverse community with incredibly different attitudes about different things. What oh, you all know, but... Oh, my goodness. Did Joe Biden just say that all blacks are alike and, and there's no diversity in the black community? I think he did. I think he did. Let's play that clip again. I mean, this, this is just amazing. Most people don't know... Unlike the African-American community, with notable Unlike exceptions, the, the Latino community is an incredibly diverse community. I'm sorry. Can you be any more insulting to an entire group of people? Unlike the black community, with little exceptions, the Latino community is a very diverse community. So the black community is not diverse. It's one way or the other way. Joe, that's it. Just one. They're just one group of people. There, there's no diversity in the black community. None whatsoever. Wow. Just wow. Well, Trump, Trump came out and uh, had something to say about that as well. I'm going to see if I can get this clip to work 
So bear with me if it moves around. A little bit of an internet issue today, but just unbelievable, unbelievable what Joe Biden just said. I don't even think he knows what he just said, by the way. And you've got to know his handlers after that had to be just having a fit uh, trying uh, trying to figure out how do they spin that one. Here's Here's President Trump commenting on what Joe Biden just said. Okay. Um, it's uh, internet's a little slow. Bear with me. It's going to start here in just a minute. There it goes. So I just watched the clip, and Joe Biden this morning totally disparaged and insulted the black community. What he said is incredible, and I don't know what's going on with him, but it was a very insulting statement he made, and I guess you'll figure that out. You'll see it in a little while. But it was a great insult to the black community. And it was. I mean, it absolutely was. Now, if this were a Republican that said that, uh, you, you know, as well as I know, they would be ripped to shreds. But so far, I mean, this clip is pretty raw as I'm recording this. You know, we'll see what the media says. But Joe Biden should be taken to the woodshed for that, that comment. I mean, a totally tin-eared comment. And, and it goes to speak a lot of Joe Biden in the past taking the black community for granted. Remember what he told Charlemagne the eyeliner? He says, if you're not voting for me, you ain't black. Now he's telling blacks that there's no diversity within their group, their, their, their culture. Oh, my goodness. Well, as we go out of Friday into the weekend, this is going to be a hot, hot topic or a hot conversation throughout the weekend. Let's see if the mainstream media picks this up. Now, my bet is that they won't because you and I both know that the mainstream media are useless or in the bag for the Democrats. So you and I both know that Biden is, will be another one of those things that just kind of gets a pass. So is he setting us up? Is he setting us up to, to just have a passable performance at the debate? Remember, I had a, a, a debate with a leftist, and that leftist, somebody on a political website that I, I frequent often, basically said all he has to have is a passable performance, and he's right. The leftist I was talking with, he's right. All Biden has to have is a passable performance. So is he setting this up for a passable performance? Unbelievable. But you know what? This is consistent with the Democrat Party. All right, so this is Freaky Friday. Let's have something with Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi was having a conversation with, uh, oh, God, what's his name? Kramer is his first name, he, uh, finance guy. Uh, uh, Joe Kramer. Oh, but anyway, the, here's the headline. Oh, geez. Nancy Pelosi, hateful rhetoric about GOP and minority. Jim Kramer takes CNBC's Jim Kramer off guard. I, I want you to hear this clip. And uh, it's a two minute and 28 second clip. I'll let the whole thing roll. But the beginning is the part I want you to pay close attention to. Listen to Jane, Jim Kramer's question and then listen to his response from what Nancy Pelosi says. 
Why can't you go across the aisle and say, Representative Lewis, civil rights legend, would have loved it if we could do something for the totally disenfranchised in this country, no matter what? Can we give, can we give a huge monk, uh, chunk of money to the people who are disenfranchised, to minorities who, have, who want so badly to stay in business and can't, and to people who, who are trying to go to college or have student loans who are minorities, who are the most affected because they had the least chance in our country? That's got to be something both sides can agree to. Perhaps you mistook them for somebody who gives a damn for what Ooh, you just geez. described. Did you hear that? That's, That's, yeah. That's the problem. Uh, see, the thing is, they don't believe in governance. They don't believe in governance, and that requires some acts Listen of government to, to do that. Student loans who are minorities, who are the most affected because they had the least chance in our country. That's got to be something both sides can agree to. Perhaps you mistook them for somebody who gives a damn for what oh, you just geez. described. That's yeah, that's the problem. Uh, see, the thing is, they don't believe in governance. They don't believe in governance, and that requires some acts of government to do that. Uh, but just what you described is what Mr. Uh, Schumer, Chuck Schumer, is proposing uh, that we do uh, with some of the resources uh, in the bill, and, and that it's. You described Chuck Schumer's proposal exactly. In addition to the uh, the, um, the Heroes Act, uh, if we're if we're talking about how much and how long. All right, I can't take any more of that. Nancy Pelosi also just absolutely clueless and just incoherent in her speech. She's almost like as bad as Biden because she can't complete sentences or can't complete thoughts, and she's all over the place. But did you hear Kramer? Did you hear him go? Ooh, geez. I mean, here he is setting it up. He's setting up empathy, right? He's setting up uh, uh, working together, go, uh, reaching across the aisle. And what does she say? Perhaps you mistook them for somebody who gives a damn. Talking about the Republicans. Unbelievable. The left, the left is filled with this kind of just hate. I mean, we see it. Look at what Biden says about blacks. Look at what Nancy Pelosi says about Republicans. I mean, this is the left, ladies and gentlemen. This is the left. Is this who you want governing? Is this who you want in control? The left is going so far off the rails. Is it any wonder that we're just like going, oh, my gosh? Speaking of the left, there's a headline. Squad member issues chilling warning after primary win. Now, this is from the Patriot Patriotic Times uh, on 8-6, Rashida Tlaib, or Tlaib, Tlaib, however you say it, she won her primary election in Detroit. Now, there are a lot of people that were hoping that she wouldn't win, but I'm sorry. I knew she was going to win. I I mean, there was just no doubt that she was going to win that seat. It is a far, far, far left, left seat. So, there, there, there was, you know, there wasn't a Republican challenger that was strong enough that was going to win it. So here's what she had to say from her primary win. At least she had a primary, right? There, there were at least some other Democrat that stood up to her. But Detroit is so far in the left. It's just unbelievable. So here's what she said. Let it be known that in the 13th district, just like in communities across our country, we are done with establishment politics that put corporations first, Tlaib said in a victory statement. If I was considered the most vulnerable member of the squad, I think it's to say that the squad is here to say to stay. 
and it's only getting bigger. Who said she was the most vulnerable? I, I didn't see that at all. I mean, Detroit is so far in the tank for the Democrats. I mean, there was no doubt in my mind. She, I didn't even have her on my radar as somebody who I thought was going to be taken out. Now, AOC, who's a member of the squad, by the way, has a bigger chance of losing her seat than this lady out of Detroit because there are viable candidates, and AOC won her seat by very few votes. So, I, I mean, I don't know what this lady's talking about. It, it's, it's just wishful thinking. But anyway, she goes on as Michigan's 13th congressional district representative. Tlaib has worked hard, or this, I'm sorry, somebody else talking about her. Tlaib has worked hard to become an international rock star. What? Now, that is Freaky Friday stuff right there. Jones tweeted two weeks ago, Representative Tlaib has a, had a, has a huge war chest of nearly $2 million. The money in Rashida Tlaib's war chest is mostly from people around the world. Isn't that illegal? I'm sorry. I, I thought people outside of the country weren't going or aren't supposed to um, donate to candidates here in the United States. Isn't that illegal? And here they are. It's just right here in this article. Uh, it's just unbelievable. Not surprising. But this woman, you ever seen her face? You want to talk Freaky Friday? Oh, my God. This woman's face is just, I mean, it, honestly, she just looked to me pure evil. Remember, this is the one who said, we're going to impeach the mother effer about Trump. And this is one who bounces all around with all her lunacy. Uh, I tell you, no surprise. I, I, you know, I used to live in Detroit. I, 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 I feel bad for that city, for what it's gone through. And now this is their representative. Oh, my goodness. All right. Now, moving on. You know, you know it just wouldn't be a, a, a PBL podcast without a story out of a bad mayor. So and here's another one that pops up today. Bill de Blasio. All right. Here's the headline. This is uh, out of uh, amny.com. Um, despite fear of spreading COVID-19 through public transit, de Blasio tells New Yorkers to not buy cars. <laughs> so he tells them not to buy cars. Mayor Bill de Blasio advised New Yorkers to not buy cars during a press conference on Thursday as some continue to worry about the risk of spreading and contracting the novel coronavirus on public transit. And here's what Blasio goes on to say. Cars are the past. The future is going to be mass transit, biking, walking. I'm never going to own a car again, and I can tell you that much, de Blasio told reporters. De Blasio was asked about his opinion on cars by Politico after com committing to expanding on the city's open streets and open restaurants initiative earlier in the press conference. All right. Are really cars are the, the, the past? You know, I, I'm sorry, Mayor de Blasio. This is America, and we love our cars in America. Now, in New York, you know what? It's easy to get around without a car. It it's a very congested city. It's a very condensed city. There's a lot of people there. It does have a pretty big mass transit, but you go to some other cities around the United States. Let's take where I live, Atlanta. It's a very spread out city. We don't have that kind of mass transit infrastructure and we can't, there's no way it would work here in Atlanta. Dallas, Texas is like that. Oklahoma city is like that. There are cities all across the nation that really cannot incorporate a mass transit like New York City does. It's just not feasible because some cities are more spread out than others. Look at Houston. Houston, by square miles, is the biggest city, the largest city by space in America. 
you know, that kind of mass transit that works in New York wouldn't work in Houston. And there are cities across the country like that. It's crazy that this man wants to say that cars are the past. He goes on to say, any space that we can open up, particularly in nicer weather, we are going to be working to to that. But we are also the single biggest city in the country, one of the most densely populated places in the country. So we can't do everything that some places can do, de Blasio said. And you know what? Other places can't do what you do as well. Yeah, he wants to take away the cars. You know, cars are a thing of the past. He's telling people not to buy cars. The coronavirus spreading like crazy in New York. And he wants to tell people no cars. I don't know. If I lived in New York, I probably wouldn't have a car anyway. But, you know, I don't live in New York. One last story before we get to the break. And this is another COVID-19 story. This is a fairly long video. I'll play a little bit of it. But uh, the title of this article is Woman Throws Hot Coffee in Face of Man Because He Wasn't Wearing a Mask. There is some language to this one. So if you do have kids in the car or kids around you, I'll give you a little bit of a pause before I start playing this, but you got to hear these people's conversations. I mean, you got, let me set it up a little bit. You got two guys sitting on a bench outside of a restaurant eating their food, a burrito, right? Um, I'm sure they were each had their own burrito. They weren't sharing. I'm not suggesting they were. And then you got a couple, a male and a female that were wearing masks that are berating the guys on the bench for not wearing a mask. This is outside. There's nobody else around. It's just those two couples, the two guys and the guy and the girl. There's nobody else there. Completely empty as far as people. But listen to this exchange. People are talking to her about something personal regarding. Oh, hi. Bye. <laughs> you don't need to be wearing masks. No, we don't. How do I eat a burrito with my mask on? <laughs> I wasn't I talking to you it. guys, though. That's what I was laughing about. I was talking to him because he just had he just had a conversation with our buddy Kevin that serves the drinks at okay. Pete. Yeah. We're yeah. we're locals here, but we just we're, we're on the other side. Too. We're on the other side of the fence. We don't believe in this stuff. No, that's cool. But you, you shouldn't go around calling you. I wasn't calling you. Which I was well, talking. Well, no, but I just keep that all to yourself, you know. Well, no, not necessarily. I, mean, because I just don't think it's like. I well, hear you. It's okay. It's all right. I'm a business owner here for 30 years. I got it. <laughs> I, I'm on Sepulveda. I'm, we're only we only referral, but we my, the business is Orbit, and we work uh, we work for companies and government. Yeah, <laughs> but you'll, it's okay. We don't work for residents in the environment. It's all right. Look at me for. I say shit to you. Oh no! Don't don't get hit. Oh gee. Hey hey hey, Max. Oh shit! That was dumb. Hey, hey, guys, stop! You don't. Hey, hey, fuck off me! They're off me! You shouldn't have thrown the drink in his face. I don't give up. You should not have thrown the drink. That was stupid. You shouldn't do that with somebody that likes. You have COVID now. You better go to the doctor. You shouldn't have thrown the drink in his face. Yeah, that was pretty I, stupid. I don't I know where you got off on doing you know, that. I hope that someone saw that, yeah, yeah. and I would do it ten times over, motherfucker. Fuck. So, I mean, this is just like, what is wrong with people? Nobody's out there. These two guys are sitting there eating their burritos. You heard the guy. He was very friendly, very courteous. He was joking with the guy, even as they were kind of telling him, well, you should be wearing a mask. He's sitting there laughing, and he's trying to 
make the moment light. And the woman just throws coffee, hot coffee in the guy's face. And the guy does jump up and he, he, he I don't want to say attacks him, but they have a scuffle. And then they start saying they're going to call the police after she threw coffee in his face, hot coffee. Oh, my gosh. What is the world coming to? Is this Freaky Friday or what? All right. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to take a break. And when I come back, the, I'm going to give you just some bizarre stories that have happened, some quick take bizarre stories uh, just to kind of lighten the mood, moments of levity going into the weekend. No more politics. No more COVID. I'm going to show you some strange stuff. When we come back, this is the PBL Podcast, and you can, of course, find us at all of our media platforms as at the PBL Podcast and our website, pblpodcast.com. Be right back. Even though this is a presidential election, there are many more candidates on the ballot besides the president. So go to Ballot Ready for a nonpartisan guide to your entire ballot. From there, you can compare candidates based on the stances on issues, biography, or endorsements, and then save your choice to use when you vote by mail or in the voting booth. You can even request your absentee ballot or make a plan to vote early or on Election Day. This election matters. So make sure you are ready and you vote and you vote informed. So visit go to ballot.org, enter your address Make sure that you vote and vote informed. Welcome back to the second segment of the PBL Podcast. Again, you can find us at all of our media handles at thepblpodcast.com and, uh, or at the PBL Podcast. Our website is thepblpodcast.com. You can also support the website by buying a membership on patreon.com slash the PBL Podcast from a dollar, three dollars, five dollars, seven dollars. And that'll help uh, going a long way to keep this podcast going. And of course, if you're listening to this on Apple, please do give us a five-star rating that also helps with the algorithm moves the pbl podcast up because if you're enjoying it it'll get it out to more people all right let's have some fun let's get out of politics totally push that aside and just let me give you some stories that i ran across uh this friday this freaky friday and you're just going to kind of go whoa this first one you're going to be a little bit envious and you know envy is a sin so i forewarn you on this but don't you wish you were this guy Here's the headline. Man buys 25 identical lottery tickets for same drawing wins 25 times. That's right. All right. A Virginia man's unusual gamble paid off when he bought 25 identical lottery tickets for the same drawing and won 25 times for a total of 125 thousand dollars raymond harrington told virginia lottery officials he visited the wegman's store in virginia beach and decided to buy 25 one dollar tickets for the july 17th pick four drawing what a heck of an investment that is something told me he said to play 25 times the gamble paid off when harrington's number Com combination came up four six four zero each of harrington's tickets won a $5,000 top prize, again, earning him a total prize of $125,000. So good on him. You know, don't we all wish we can have that happen to us? Now, he goes on to say the winner said he plans to use his money to help his two sons who are in college. So good on him. Good on him. Now, 
I'm not advocating you buy a lottery ticket. In fact, my father, here's his advice with buying lottery tickets. He said, the worst financial decision you can make is to buy a lottery ticket. The second worst financial decision you can make is to buy another lottery ticket. So Harrington beat those odds because the odds of you winning a lottery ticket are astronomical. So I wouldn't run out and buy a ton of lottery tickets like this guy did, but good on him. We applaud him. Excellent. All right, this next story, you want to talk about Freaky Friday. All right, this is one of those stories where we, it's one of your worst nightmares that we all have at least at one point in time thought, could this possibly happen? Well, here's a story where it did happen. So this is out of UPI.com by Ben Hopper. Colorado woman finds, wait for it, snake inside toilet bowl. That's right. Let me play a little clip for you. It wouldn't flush. To her horror, she looked down and discovered the head of a snake emerging from her toilet. It's a clogged toilet like you've never seen before. The maintenance man struggles to free this corn snake from inside Miranda Stewart's toilet. I like used the restroom, like went to flush and everything, and it wasn't going down. I looked and I like leaned in closer, and a snake had like slithered up. It has all the makings of a Hollywood horror film. Okay, I've got this video in the show notes, and you've got to go see this. They actually show the plumber pulling the snake out of the toilet toilet through the uh, reservoir and then they actually show the snake's head popping through toilet paper in the toilet bowl can you imagine this happening to you well it happened to this Fort Collins woman discovering a live snake and it was an apartment toilet now it was just a corn snake so we're okay with that right there's not it's not at least a poisonous snake but my gosh have you not thought that could possibly have happened to you Think about that next time you go take up. Well, anyway, let's go to the next story. Hey, have you ever heard that phenomenon? I haven't heard it in a few years, but it's, it, was wild. it was wild for a while. Florida man, you, you remember that? Do you ever, you just Google Florida man and crazy stuff comes up? Well, here you go. Here you go. Uh, this is from Fox News, Peter uh, Atkin. I think it's Aitken. Anyway, here's the headline, and I'll play the video. There's language in this video, so please, if there are children around, don't play this video or mute the phone, mute whatever you're using. Blood-soaked Florida man clings to truck for nine miles, bashes windshield in crazy video. You got to listen to this. Florida be like, what the fuck? Told you there's language. They're showing the video of the truck with the guy on the hood of the truck. It's a semi-trailer. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo. Holy shit. So the guy is literally on the trailer of the semi-trailer tractor truck bashing the windshield. Uh, <laughs> it's only in Florida. Really, look at the the phenomenon, Florida man. I mean, it's hilarious. I was actually in Florida this past weekend. We took a little family trip down to Cocoa Beach. Did a podcast while I was there. You can go back and listen to it. And uh, we saw this one guy just walking down the street with shirt, uh, just shoes, a uh, pair of shorts, no shirt, and he was carrying. He was carrying like this big apparatus. I don't even know what it was. And I just thought to myself, Florida man. 
So <laughs> just unbelievable. All right, here's something that's uh, not happening just here in the United States. I got two stories for you on this particular topic, but it's happening all over the world. Coronavirus has changed professional sports, right? Forget the political part about special force where they're taking a knee and all that almost across the board in all professional sports division. Forget about that. They have a problem with filling the stands. And you know what? They're, they're now, since they're starting back up, because here's how it works, is the professional, um, the, 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 the clubs, they get money every time a, a game is broadcast. It's part of their revenue stream. They make money. So they can't make any money right now by charging people tickets because it, the coronavirus is preventing them from having people in the stadium. So at least they are being able to film and broadcast the, sh the, the events, and so they're making some money. So in order to m make it seem like there's some excitement, here's what Japan is doing. Here's the headline. Dancing robots replace fans at Japanese baseball games. And I'll put this in the show notes as well, and you can go in there and you can see these dancing robots in the fans. So while the game's going on, you got dancing robots in the background to at least give it some air of uh, excitement. But hey, we in the United States, here's the headline in the United States. Fox Sports will fill empty baseball stadiums with virtual fans that react to what's happening on the field. I am not a fan of sports. I don't watch sports. Uh, but for those of you who are, what are your thoughts on this? How do you feel about that they're putting robots in the stand to gin up excitement? And then here in America, what we're doing is we're putting virtual people in the stands and the people, the virtual people, are going to react to what's going on in the game. I'd love to hear your thoughts, politics, or, or, or the PBL podcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. What do you think as a sports fan? How does this impact you? How does you feel about the games? Me, I got to tell you, I don't watch it. I just think it's funny as all get out that they're having to go to these great lengths. All right, last story for this Freaky Friday. And this one is coming out of Russia. And I have the video. It'll be on my show notes. But here's the headline. Naked man blocking traffic gets knocked out by fed up driver. All right, <laughs> you got to watch this video. So this guy is literally walking down the street naked, but naked, and he's walking opposite traffic. He's walking down the opposite side of the road, facing traffic again, but naked. And cars are getting out of the way. The guy's just walking straight up as if, like, he owns the world, which if you saw him, you would think he shouldn't own the world. And he gets to this one car, and this one car decides to try to go around him but can't. So the guy gets out. It's a pretty big guy. Well, this is Russia, people. Some big dudes in Russia. He gets out, says something to him, and just clocks him and knocks the guy right out, and he's off the street. So <laughs> naked man blocking traffic gets knocked out by fed-up driver. I tell you. I can probably go on and on and on with stories like this, but we're going to end uh, Freaky Friday with naked man blocking traffic because it's bad enough we had Florida man on the hood of a car, snake coming up your toilet. I think we've had enough <laughs> Freaky Friday. Again, thank you for listening to this episode of 
uh, the PBO podcast. I hope you had some fun with it. I wanted to kind of make it light, moments of levity. Please do follow us on our, our, all of our social media channels. We are the PBO podcast. If you're listening to this on iTunes, hit that five-star rating. Give us a five-star rating. Find us on YouTube, the PBL Podcast. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to all the media channels that you're on. And of course, go to patreon.com slash the PBL Podcast. Buy membership, only a dollar, $12 a year. Just $1 to start, but you can do $1, $3, $5, $7. Help the podcast grow. We're having some tremendous numbers. Love to keep it going. Thank you for listening. Have an absolutely wonderful weekend. And our best to you from the PBL podcast. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye.